0: 50. The song that we are, of course, talking about, if you haven't put it together yet, number 47, is Greenlander. David from London, Ontario, what do you think of Greenlander?
1: I really like this song. Um, this is one that I only came across, again, uh, not to keep repeating myself, but over the kind of COVID lockdown days, where with my extra time, I was going through some of the more back catalogue Uh, some of the extra kind of bonus songs that were not included on the albums when they first got released. Uh, And as well through listening to uh, your podcast and the Pavement Conundrum podcast Uh, they also helped to introduce me to some other songs that I was kind of not aware of um, as well as getting the the Westing uh, compilation album as well. Uh, But yeah, this song I I enjoy a lot and uh, one thing that hit me as well on this one is it has that kind of little more slow reflective kind of pace to it a vibe to it it's not really chill right yeah exactly hey this is westy from the rock and roll band pavement and you're listening to the countdown
0: hey it's jd here back for another episode of our top 50 countdown for seminal indie rock band pavement Week over week, we're going to count down the 50 essential pavement tracks that you selected with your very own top 20 ballots. I, of course, tabulated the results using an advanced abacus and my fingers and toes. All that's left for us is to reveal this week's track. How will your favorite track fare in the ranking? You'll need to tune in or whatever the podcast equivalent of tuning in is to find out. This week, we're joined by Pavement Superfan. Keith from New York so there's that how are you doing motherfucker
2: I'm doing great I'm doing great how how are you how are you doing ah
0: I'm fantastic I am I am just raring at the bit to to learn from you and about you
2: um so yeah do you want this, where do you want to start off or I uh well let's start
0: off at the start uh, where did you where did you um first experience the band
2: so i think the first time i saw them was at the tibetan freedom concert i think that was in 1997 it was in new york city at uh, randall's island um i didn't really know who they were so i don't know i'm not sure i paid that much attention to them i remember watching them um and then i had a uh, I saw their album in uh, in HMV. They used to have the listening stations. Yeah, and I, th- I think it was Bright in the Corners. It was one of the albums um, that would make
0: sense. Ninety seven. I
2: didn't like the cover art, and I just kind of dismissed it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but then I was in a dollar bin. Like a few years later, it had to be uh, nineteen ninety eight, somewhere around there, nineteen ninety nine, and I picked up a-, a copy of Wowie Zowie along with built the spills perfect from now on i hadn't heard either of the bands and i started listening to it and i really liked them um so i got into them i started listening a lot more and then i got to see pavement for the first time at uh the matador 10th anniversary party in new york it was at irving no yeah and that was my first experience seeing them Paying attention to them live.
0: Paying attention to them where you went to see them. Well, talk to me about this show. How was it?
2: Oh, it was great. It was a fantastic show. Um, I always wish they would uh, release it because I know they recorded it because it was on a, a web, the website for like a week afterwards on the Matador website. Um, so I know that there was some kind of archive of it somewhere. Um, but yeah, it was great. There was a bunch of bands. Uh, I think Cat Power was there also. Uh, what else was there? maybe Guitar Wolf, someone else. Um but yeah, it was great. David Cross I think was the host. It was a really great show.
0: <laughs> oh man. What a show.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Um two
0: big concerts. Like I mean, the fact that you can say Tibetan Freedom uh that you were there for that. Uh you know, you weren't paying attention necessarily, but you got to see them. It it, it bled into you some way. Talk to me about uh, how much you found those records for. The built to spill and the uh oh, they were the in a dollar bin.
2: Zowie. I bought them so they were $1? a dollar yeah and i couldn't believe it like because i didn't i wasn't acclimated with either of those bands and then after i listened to them i was like holy cow this is fantastic
0: <laughs> take me it, through that you you go home you put wowie zowie on which is
2: well strange. no that actually that was slanted that was slanted and enchanted i bought in a dollar bin sorry i, I bought wowie oh, zowie oh, after okay. i might have said that okay sorry, I
0: no that's oh. okay
2: um, um yeah, so sorry. Uh, so actually it was slanted and then I listened to that and then, yeah, it just blew me away. I thought it was yeah, great album. It Yeah, it would.
0: Yeah. It would. And where I was going to go is Wowie Zowie is a little more divisive. Uh, like people are either like super fans of that record or it's like third, fourth, or fifth.
2: You know? So yeah, Wowie Zowie is my favorite out of all the albums. I think it just there's just so much going on. It, it's just all different kind of directions and I like it. Take me through
0: that a bit more.
2: Um, I don't know. I feel like every song on an album just has like a different flavor to it. So, um, I mean, you move from, I guess, the begin the beginning of the album is, you know, we dance, and then Rattle by the Rush is completely different. Um, I don't know. It's just Fight This Generation. It's just such a, I don't know. It's different styles, and then you have the spiral songs on there. It's just, yeah, it's a great album. <laughs> I
0: honestly feel like. It's a record that that could have been done um as like seven inches, like where there's a where there's an A side and a B side, like each each sort of normal, for lack of a better term, I'm sorry pavement fans, but uh you know, more traditional three and a half minute songs are followed by, you know, sort of sonic bursts of ass kickery. And, uh, you know, songs like fight this generation and serpentine pad and, um, gosh, what other ones? I, uh, I don't have the track listing in front of me and my yeah. mind is going blank, but you know what <laughs> I mean? So yeah, hundred percent. Wow,ie What a great, yeah. What a great record. What a great record.
2: Yeah. But uh, that's always been my favorite. I think of all the albums. I think it's
0: proper. I think it's properly rated uh, for me. It's, it's a three and it's, it's, uh, I, I think that's proper, but, but that's yeah. me that's my list you know you did your top 20 lists and that's how you landed here so um you go and see them at uh at uh the matador 10th yeah did you happen to go to the 2010 central park shows
2: Any i did those? and i actually had tickets to the las vegas matador 20th where they're
0: oh my god the the catastrophe yeah. show
2: yeah but i actually sold my tickets and in retrospect i guess that was a good thing um But yeah, I I went to all four Central Park shows that year in 2010. Um,
0: You son of a bitch.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I remember because we bought the tickets a year in advance. Yeah. uh,
0: (laughs) I bought them the night my daughter was born. Oh, Uh, wow. Like, uh, I bought them the night she was born. She was born at 11 o'clock, and I think they went on sale at like, five o'clock in the afternoon or something like that like something weird maybe it was uh, yeah that makes LA sense. time was one o'clock or something I, I i don't know but uh it was it was something like that and yeah i bought them and then i had to wait an entire year <laughs> to, to i go think through. it was the
2: same of the last shows too right and uh, they were they went on sale good good uh time ahead of the, of the concerts uh the this past run um, because I saw him at King's theater when he came back last last year or the year before, I guess, okay. um yeah.
0: it's been they've been on the road for a long time now,
2: yeah, yeah. I also went to Barcelona, saw them when they came back at that Primavera sound show. so
0: I was in Porto,
2: oh, you were. okay. that's yeah, great. yeah because yeah. I which, uh, which, did you buy the tickets away all... in advance and then have to wait through the pandemic, like me three years, right? yeah, it was,
0: it was almost three years in advance, so I, like i I sat on those tickets. and then, I followed them in the UK last year as well. Oh, that's I fantastic! I went and saw all the UK shows. I saw the I saw three of the four London shows and all but all but uh, one show in the UK.
2: Fuck! Oh, wow. What was your show. favorite show? Do you have like a memorable one that you?
0: You know what? At the Fonda,
2: yeah.
0: uh, I went to the Fonda in LA to see their warm up show before they went to Porto and Barcelona. Oh, on cool. the Primavera Sound shows, they did a they did like a a date at the Fonda Theater in L.A. and it was the anticipation I had because prior to that I had seen them in Central Park. So it had been ten years since I had seen them, ten or eleven years since I had seen them, twelve years, I guess. Um, and they were pulling out all the stops. You know, they've got that big. They've got the big video board behind them. You know, they've got a better light show this time out. Uh, they rehearsed a buttload of songs, and their set lists were sprawling and amazing and, you know, unique almost every night. Bob did such a great job. Uh, it, you know, it, that show was just out of this world.
2: Oh, out that's of fantastic. this world. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the shows uh, if you compared them from the 2010 shows to the later shows in 2020?
0: Well, I don't know how much you remember about your Matador show. Yeah. But that would my, my guess is that's sort of like my experience with the Central Park shows. I was just I was euphoric. I was just like I almost didn't absorb what was happening. Like I love New York City. To be in Central Park, seeing my favorite band play, with that sparse setup, with those lights behind them, you know, those stringed lights behind them. Yeah. Um, it was so sparse and loose and jangly, and uh, it just didn't seem like they were having a ton of fun. That was my only. That was my only sort of down to the whole yeah. thing. Whereas on this leg, like this, you know, this last couple of years. It really seems like they're enjoying themselves, like by and large.
2: Yeah, I felt like that too. Um, I felt like the last show I saw at, where was it? At Brooklyn Steel. I, th- I felt like you the went last. To Brooklyn sh- Steel shows too. I went to those too, and I felt like the last show they kind of started, it felt like they were running out of steam, but I guess it was the end oh. of the whole run. So like, uh, all the other shows are great. Yeah, uh, that was a little, and I was like, uh, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's time to give it a, a little more time, <laughs> time off or something. So you went to all four. Uh, I went to not all four Brooklyn Steel. I think I went to three oh. of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you going to go to South America?
2: I am not going to South America. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was, but no, I'm not. Now.
0: Yeah. I was talking to spiral a couple episodes ago and um, you know, he was like, so are you, you know, you're going to come down. And it's like, because I did that UK thing, maybe they think I made a money now. I don't know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was definitely done. You know, it was like a bucket list trip. Yeah. Um, so.
2: You know what? Uh, I feel like Spiral, like I went to see Preston School of Industry when they opened for the tears like Mercury Lounge, like a long time ago. And I thought they were great. And then I saw a Spiral a few years ago uh, when he came to New York and there maybe was like 20 people in the audience. And I thought the music was so good that like he should just, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't get his due like as a solo artist sometimes. And it really annoys me.
0: <laughs> I'm with you 110%. That last record, Medley Attack, was really, really good. Yeah. And uh, he just, he he's, it, it would be like um, being in a band with Paul McCartney or John Lennon, you know, like you could be George Harrison, but you're going to get, you know, you're going to get dribbles and drabbles rather than, you know, the big chunk of steak that those guys get right
2: Mm -hmm. yeah no but i really enjoy stuff yeah
0: yeah me too okay so bright in the corners was the first record that you were sort of cognizant of the band for uh then you went you got slanted you listened to that were you were you um up to date by the time terror twilight came out
2: I was, yeah. By the time I believe I was, yeah. Terra Twilight, I th- think, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was up to date by that point, yeah. I can't remember exactly when Terra Twilight came out. Now I'm trying to. Remember.
0: 99.
2: Yeah, then I was up to date. Yeah, that.
0: So you it, got that one in real time.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember because when Terra Twilight came out, I actually had bought a Terra Twilight poster off of eBay with all the band signatures, and it was one of what? one of the from matador it was like a promo someone won and i think they sold it on ebay and i bought it and i had it in my closet for years and i had a leak and it destroyed the poster <laughs> and i was so upset but,
0: oh my fuck that's yeah. terrible news
2: yeah yeah so, oh you should have had that baby framed i know i know i was uh poor traveling <laughs> into yeah. chin running around trying to um but yeah I,
0: Oh, we've all made those kind of mistakes, yeah, Oh, that's too bad. It's too bad that you have to suffer though as a result,
2: <laughs> but I really like that that album as well. I mean, I, I don't think they have a bad album that they've ever put out, so I mean it would be nice to hear another one, but I don't know if we'll get
0: uh, that. yeah, I asked Spiral about that when I talked to him, and he seemed like sort of okay with the idea of them doing new music. I don't know how I feel. I think five records. A couple great EPs, one masterpiece EP, uh, some seven inches and a 10 inch. And, you know, like in in a 10 year span, they put out a lot of material and a lot of it, like you said, is really good for this for this podcast. We got over 120 songs. No, not over 120. It was 100. It was 121, uh, I believe, is the final number. 121 or 120 songs like different songs were chosen i don't know how big the catalog is i'm gonna guess maybe 200 songs 175 so that means almost you know two-thirds of the catalog got a vote in this fucking thing that's crazy town
2: yeah that's great i
0: mean but
2: when you look back at it you're like oh that totally makes sense (laughs) so yeah there's not much filler (laughs) no there's really not and uh, but and even on the remasters of the the ones that came out, like you you can all the B sides and everything that came out. Would I remember back in the day? You had to find them on like LimeWire or some kind of weird service, and now they're all yes. available. Like, so it's nice to hear that. Uh, and they're coming out
0: with a seven inch box set.
2: Oh, really? I didn't know that. This
0: this year, yeah, that's what Spiral was saying. Oh, so it's going to be a collection of all the seven inches. Wow, that's true. No, cool. I don't know if they're going to re-release slate, like remaster slate tracks uh, yeah, yeah. for that. I, I have no idea. But save your pennies, pavement fans.
2: <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Well, it's been great talking pavement with you. What do you yeah. say we get to the main course yeah. and uh, reveal the track? Sounds good. Okay, we'll do that right after this.
2: Hey, this is Bob Mustanovich
1: from Pavement. Uh, thanks for listening. And now on. With a countdown
3: 46 There is no Castration Fear You will be With me We'll We'll dance We'll dance We'll dance We'll dance But no Some Brazilian nuts For your engagement Check that expiration date, man It's later than you think You can't enjoy yourself I can't enjoy myself You can't enjoy yourself I can't enjoy myself Move that swing And watch it break straight like an arc but I won't be there to hear you oh, 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 Cause I don't have a clue anymore Maybe we could dance Maybe we could dance Maybe we could dance together 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 Together
0: So there you go. At number 46, it's the third Wowie Zowie song to chart behind um, Best Friend's Arm at number 49. And Motion suggests itself at 48. Here we are at 46 with We Dance, the first track off the 2005 masterpiece Wowie Zowie. Um, Keith, what do you think about We Dance?
2: So yeah, I, lo- I I think it's yeah, it's a great song. Um I love how it leads off the album. It's got like um I feel like it has this ethereal quality to it like that kind of just I don't know, it seems it just kind of dreamy sort of for me. I don't know if that's how it comes off to anyone else at the beginning of the song. It sort of Mary reminds Nello, me right?
1: Yeah, Mary it's very mellow.
2: Um I read I I I read it I don't know what I read into the lyrics so much, but um It's tough. It's, it's the it's same with solid
0: a solid with Malcolmus, right? Like it's, Yeah,
2: it's, it's the same with a lot of his songs, but I, I love the lyrics. I just I can't I don't know what I'm actually reading into them.
0: <laughs> I think they're notebook songs and you know, there's phrases here and there that, you know, mean things, but contextually when you put them together, it doesn't like run a narrative, if that yeah. makes sense.
2: No, that's totally true, yeah. And, uh, I,
0: you know, this song right off the bat with no castration, fear in a chair. Like, what in the Christ is he talking <laughs> about?
2: I think I sang that part wrong for a number of years. Also. <laughs> oh, what was the lyric you sang? I, I don't know. I think uh, in here. So I didn't, I, for a while, I didn't know it was in a chair. I just sang uh-huh. it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it always reminds me of uh do you ever hear that Bowie song, uh, Letter to Homrioni? Uh it always reminds me of that kind of quality at the beginning of it. It's like this I feel like alone, right I don't know. That's what it always reminds me of. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's always like the way it starts out, I don't know. It's that's how I always think of it. Maybe I just I listened to, to them. And, I might have listened to them around the same time and it just kinda of caught on. Um and it reminds me of like a time in my life also because I remember when I was listening to the album and the people I was around and uh, and it just I guess all music does that but that's kind of also the feeling it gives me.
0: Yeah. I was listening to it today on the good cans and I had it pretty cranked and I don't know that I've ever heard in the left channel really low in the mix. It sounds like a fucking bong. It sounds like somebody's drawing bong hits. Like I hear like a bubbling sound uh, like that you would hit, you know, before you pull the chamber yeah. um, or before you pull the uh, whatever it's fucking called, the carb, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has heard that or, or whether it's the joint that I smoked that's making me hear that. I, I don't know, but I heard it. So if you want to tell me I'm crazy or I'm damn straight right. Send me an email, jd at Would love to hear from you.
2: I think you better listen. I want to check that out now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta hear it. So musically, Westie's pretty soft handed in this song, right? Like uh there's a lot of restraint on the drums. Yeah. Um, and you know, it makes it makes sense. It's a lower tempo song. Really doesn't do a great job of setting the table for the record. Uh, And and I don't mean that in a disparaging kind of way because I don't know what kind of song you could put as your first song that would set the table for the record, that would leave the listener going, oh, yeah, that's what this record is going to be because this record is so
2: diverse. Well, yeah, that's for me. That's why I like how it starts off that way. Um, I just, I like the, just the, juxtaposition between the songs that follow so i don't know i kind of always liked it the way it started yeah um yeah it's a, a good song <laughs> so where do you think
0: it where do you think it uh it lands on the scale it comes in at number 46 is it properly rated should it be rated higher should it be rated lower
2: uh like what do you think i think that it could be a little higher maybe Yeah. I'm thinking. um, I'm trying to think how many albums, how many songs. I could see it being uh, maybe around 40, 39, somewhere around there. But yeah, but it's not too far off. So it cracks
0: your top 40.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I dig it. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug? Or is there anywhere that people can find uh, any of your work? that you want to share or anything
2: like that? uh not at the moment no um um no i don't really have anything to plug <laughs> i wish i did that's cool
0: yeah. that's cool well it's been great to have you here i thank you very much yeah Stick thank around. you for having
2: me i really appreciate it
0: yeah Oh, no, thanks thanks for being here wash your goddamn hands thanks for listening to meeting malcolmists a pavement podcast where we count down the top 50 pavement tracks, as selected by you. If you've got questions or concerns, please shoot me an email, jd.meetingmalkmiss.com. Duvra, podcasts and such.